Here's a thought. What if you woke up to find you'd won $20,000 every month for 20 years? Imagine the possibilities. Set for life from New South Wales Lotteries. Grab an entry in-store or online today. Welcome back. It's the Brisbane Football Review, powered by Outside90.com. So we're going to move on to our mailbag segment for this week, unless I've missed any stories. Can't think of anything. All right, so, was it two days ago, Monday? That was the sixth anniversary, it feels still like yesterday, of Orange Sunday 1. Brisbane Raw, you know, Central Coast Mariners sold out Suncorp Stadium. What amazed me about that day was everyone was decked out in orange. Because you go to the Raw games and everyone would be, you know, just in their summer t-shirts and shorts and whatever. there was not not a Raw jersey for sale around... Brisbane that week because they'd all gone. I know. Well, my parents actually came to the game, and I think they had to just scrounge up some orange t-shirts that were lying <laughs> around the house just to be in the right colour. And I remember, I think it was that Fox Sports documentary they did a few months after yeah. the grand final. I where, love that documentary. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> that that still makes me feel very very happy. But um, yeah, like Pascal said, like I was expecting the noise, but the colour of the occasion where the teams came out and just were met by the wall of orange and the couple of the yellow pockets for the Mariners, mm. it was just unbelievable. Oh, still, still for mine, it's, it's un- undisputedly it's the greatest A-League game. I know maybe, maybe you know, Southern, Southerns might disagree, but I think, yeah, that's the, that's the game that stands out above anything. You think A-League, you think of the drama of that grand final. There's you, been other high-scoring games, stuff, but they were regular season games. But This was a grand final with everything on the line. Well, because I remember last year, I did the rankings of the grand finals for outside 90, and this was easily number one by a long shot. I think... I have to look up what the exact list was, but from memory, I think I had the Raw Mariners first, Raw Wanderers about third, and Raw Perth was about seventh because that actually wasn't a great game. But but... That gets underrated, that game, but we might talk about it later but on. That game, it's like the Raw Mariners, it just felt like a real heavyweight fight because the two teams had played yeah. just before, had played two games just before. The Raw won the first leg 2 0, and then there was that dramatic comeback, which has been totally forgotten now. Yeah, and look, and that's also as well. That like the so two two clubs that are high their powers. Like now, Mariners were they were they were a good team back then. Like the Raw, this is the perhaps the the greatest squad in A League history. You know, they they, were, they only was, lost no, one game that season. Is. So <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yeah, like, yeah well, right. actually, the, I saw someone on Twitter. I apologise for forgetting who it was, but they were saying, you know, they think that Raw squad from Grand Final Day could probably have smacked around the current Sydney FC side. And I don't know if it's smacked around, but I think it would be really interesting to watch. The midfield would be really fascinating. Mm. Mm. Just, the, just the way like you'd see... I'm Relanta. not sure they can stop Broich, so imagine Broich against Ryan. Oh. Broich 2011 against Ryan yeah. Grant. That would be Imagine phenomenal. the fun. But, uh, so, finish 90 minutes, nil-nil. What were you thinking at that point, Adam? I saw, at that time, I'm still thinking back, it's a few, like I said, it was six years ago, but uh, look, I, I was thinking, you know, maybe Raw can sneak one, but... Obviously, yeah, no, it was a really, it was a really, really tight game, a typical grand final where, you know, it's very conservative. And look, at that stage, it was anyone's game. But, you know, the, to the Rory me, Raw supporting me said, you know, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be right. And I was the total opposite. My nerves were shot about 20 <laughs> minutes ago because I was thinking back to all like, the early mm. Raw games where they were attack, 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 and then get the sucker punch. 
And they were on it. We were massively yeah. attacking in the second half and just could not get the goal for whatever was, reason. And I was just thinking, oh, no, this isn't going to end one of those games, is it? And it was 26, 27 games unbeaten at that point. 27 so like, into 28. Yeah, so mm. like we, us as fans, we hadn't seen the Raw lose for, I don't we, know. Well, we didn't see because the one loss that season yeah. was uh, at uh, Etihad. So. I don't think they even lost at home in no. 2010 generally because they beat Sydney as well. That was the last home game of the mm. year before. So it was a long run home without a loss but yeah I remember getting to the end of 90 minutes and I was just thinking oh my god I'm already exhausted because it had been really hot in the first half we were sitting in the sun because I'd accidentally bought tickets on the eastern grandstand that's a rookie era well no because I I mind you you don't get choice on well I actually meant to buy tickets in the section adjacent to the den but accidentally clicked on best available so we wound up rounding 325 row I want to say 10 Oh, we were all uni students at the time, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> but yeah, so we were right in line with the penalty spot where the shootout happened, but we were cooking in the first half and they got absolutely drenched in yeah, that rainstorm. Just yeah. in stop in stoppage time in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. It was like two minutes it of stoppage time and it started then. And we had those clap like weird clapper things which we sort of turned into I impromptu. Can picture, I can picture you with one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just I remember getting to the end of nine minutes and being absolutely exhausted and then First half of extra time, two goals for the Mariners. And I still can hear Simon Hill's commentary of first, the second goal. And Bazanic surely seals the championship for the Central Coast Mariners. Mm. They're in a dog pile on the sideline. And you see Graham Arnold just grabbing them by the yeah. scruff of the neck and going, get back out on the blanking field. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, saying it's not over, it's not over. End of the first half of extra time, what's going through your mind? I was actually contemplating, oh, should I be like the five to 10,000 other people <laughs> thinking, you know, it's over, let's beat the traffic, let's go go home, you know, in disappointment. So, but I think as uh, history put it, I think I made the right call. By staying. I did think it was over, but I would never have left. Mm. I was no. down in the sub yeah. in the old RCC in 310 and I had to, we'll get to know, I had a perfect view of what happened after that. Yeah, so going into the second half, I remember it was about 110 minutes where the Mariners started taking the ball into the corner. They started t- t- taking the mick, didn't they? Yeah, and I and this was literally right in front of us, and I was going, "You don't do that yet. The raw can still the raw is still going to score." What I remember is Mick Breen giving these ones. Like, yeah, the ten mm. minutes ago, I was like, "Calm down, mate." Yeah, and they were in the corner, and I'm in front of them going, "That's ridiculous. Why are you doing this with ten minutes to go? Keep pushing. You can. You're still going to need more." And then with eight minutes to go. My friends were looking at me going, are you okay? Because they knew I was a little bit insane for this sort of stuff. <laughs> and I went, no, 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 it's okay. They're all going to score twice and win in a shootout. And if I was talking to more than one person from the seven that I went with that day, I'm sure they'd be able to verify. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember 112 minutes and there were these families that were getting up and leaving. And I was yelling at them, probably some not nice things going, what are you doing? The that's game's still going. The, that's what I, there was a stream of people. Yeah. Even down the southern end, there was a lot of people just leaving during the second half of extra time. It was like a it's, stream it's of funny that not many out. people to this day will admit that they were, but there was. I look, maybe they're all ca- casual supporters, but there were a lot of people heading to the so gates at least a, around about about ten to uh, go. I was not leaving. At least no, five, if not, not closer to ten, I reckon would have leaving. I would, look, I'm not. I'm not going to say I always knew they were going to come back, but I said no. I'm staying leave. till the final yep. whistle. I That's know still, that much. That football fans, yeah. the right thing to do. Yeah. I was going to leave on right on full time, but I wasn't leaving beforehand. Yeah, well, so was I, but that's just because I was hungry. Yeah. But um, yeah, so then 116 minutes, ball played down the right into, I think it was Broich in the middle. Broich to Solorzano. to Enrique. Yep, and Enrique scores in. I've seen the replay of that about 150 times, and I keep getting confused about how many deflections the ball actually took. I don't know how it beat Matt Ryan. I can't believe that went in. Because he'd been a wall all day. And again, speaking of school-age kids, he was like 17 at the time. 
He was yeah, unbelievable was... as well. Some of the saves he made in the second half of mm. normal time were sensational. Mm. And I actually remember one normal time where Broich just drilled the ball. It was right at him, but he still had to get yeah. down and palm it away. And then, yeah, 2-1, game on. No, yeah. I didn't think it was... I thought it was just like a cruel, like... Yeah. like, tor- like at least you got one back, torturous thing. I don't... I just... When that go in, I was like, something's going to happen here. Like, yeah, I don't no, know if it's going to be... Do you remember the Enrique chance about a minute and a half later? Yes. I thought, I thought, I thought that was that's it. it. I thought that's it. We've now we're definitely done. That but, was our moment. But that was also when I thought you'd had you'd had Franjic and Stefanudo really pushing up from the fullback spot. You're gonna get Bernie Abini, who by the way, like Matt Ryan was phenomenal. Abini. Like ever since then, they I've been one of his biggest fans. Yeah, he was yeah. unbelievable in that game, totally turned it for yeah. the Mariners. They don't score if he's not on the field. Because yeah. the amount of runs he made in behind. And they then don't score. So was it Rocky Visconti for a blast from yeah. the past? I was just getting ready to yep. absolutely blow up at the referee for giving that. I was a foul, but I was getting ready to absolutely blow up at the referee for giving it. <laughs> I would say, given the way that game was officiated, I'm fine with him not blowing yeah. the whistle. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. It's and, a clear foul. I think we can all admit I, I, that's a foul. I, I think it was two. That's two weeks in the NRL these days. That hit. <laughs> well, there were two shoulders going <laughs> head to head, but you know, and I think it was actually against. Was it McBreen or no? Oh, no, it was the fullback. Oh, Pedge Bowich, I think. Yeah, Bowich. Yeah, and, but then Bowich made the really bizarre decision to just blast the ball over the byline instead of the sideline, which then set up that corner. Yep. And what felt like an eternity, I'm sitting there screaming at Michael Theo going, Get in the box! Get in the box! Oh, is that, was just inside his own half, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, but it had gotten that loud in Suncorp. He was trying to yell at the bench saying, What do I do here? Yeah. And they were all just looking there. Graham Arnold's pointing at his watch going, time's up, despite the fact there's still 45 seconds to go. And then Broich puts the ball into the box. Pardaloo wins the header. I see the back of the net bulge and blackout. Oh. I saw I saw the perfect angle because I, 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 it doesn't work visually, but I was on the, that 45-degree angle looking right through the corner of the net. And as soon as, he, as soon as it hit his head, I knew it was in. Just because of the direction the ball was heading in and the, there's no way the keeper's getting to that. Yep. And you know, I blacked out as well. I mean, I, the next thing I remember, the penalty shootout was like two penalties in. I I don't remember the start of the shootout at all. I may have kissed everyone in the row we were sitting <laughs> with when that went Apparently, I can tell you, it was absolute bedlam in the front of yeah. three. Even even moment. the normally mild three hundred one, we were in row I think row twenty four or something three and three hundred one, and um, yeah, even that like they're normally fairly reserved. Even that was just bedlam. That yeah. was there. Yeah, everyone never was just seen, losing was, their mind. Yeah. And... Fifty thousand people just losing their mind. Well, 40, Forty-five thousand. And five trying to scoot oh, yeah, back yeah, in. Of course, they're them. Well, there, was still, there was still a fair few people on the concourse, so I yeah. think probably saw the or heard the Enrique goal and went, ah, oh, might just hang around for a few yeah. minutes, take my time going down the stairs. Next goal, all right, better get back up to the, our yeah. seats for the shootout. But it was just yeah. unbelievable. And I be- think when Pardalou's head went in, that is still the loudest recorded crowd roar in Suncorp State, in Australian sports, possibly. I can't remember a louder, louder sound than that. No. 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 And... Yeah, so like I actually remember listening to I think it was the ABC radio commentary of that as well. And Quentin Hull, who I think is an underrated game caller, had a really good like call of it, just going, "You've got to be kidding me! <laughs> who doesn't believe in this orange season or yeah. something?" But it was just mental. And then we had the shootout to go. Yeah, you might have to describe the start of the shootout. I don't remember it. I remember the, I, I remember hearing a sound like I thought Theo. They thought Theo saved the, the first shot. One. Yeah, Mariners shot. That's first. when I that's when I started paying attention again because I was. Out of it at that point. So Mariner shot first. I forget who it was. I forget who took the first shot, but it sort of hit Theo in the hands and bounced oh, over I've him. I've seen the video. It was Hutchinson. Hutchinson? Yeah. Okay. Then the se- then uh, was it Franich got the Raw's first one? I think so. I think yeah. it was Franich, yeah. Franich, yep. Yeah. Then the Mariner's second Wilkinson shot. Wilkinson was 
Second. Wilkinson got his. That was actually a very yeah. nice penalty. Pardalu drilled his into the bottom corner. And I think despite... I thought that went wide from my angle because I had fences in the way. I couldn't really see over them. So I was watching a video and at this point, the friend that I'm still talking to, Chris, is one of my groomsmen coming up in a few months. He... He was actually videoing it, but his hand was shaking it, so he had to hand it to one of the other guys we were sitting with because his hands were slightly more stable. And I should point out, Chris, diehard Sydney guy, like sky blue and everything. He was there in his West Ham jersey, and even he was getting caught up in it. So, oh, I think I think you're not you're not a sports lover if you yank it, no matter who your allegiance were, except for Mariners, of course. Then then things took a turn for the uh, Raw's favour with a brilliant save by Michael Theo on Daniel yes, McBreen. That was oh, that was that was a brilliant save. The first one. Mm. And then Matt Mackay walked up and just dispatched it quite quickly because I think he just thought, no, let's that just get this rubbish, over and done with. That was a rubbish penalty from Matt Mackay too. <laughs> but he sent, But Ryan went the wrong way. And then was it uh, Pedge Bowich had one that was... That noise hit the moon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a good save from Theo though. He got his hand up to it. It was kind of not exactly the same, but a bit of a mirror of Schwarzer against Uruguay, that second one. Yeah. No, like the, oh, it's one of the, the great sort of pressure saves that... Yeah, and then Enrique stepped up to take the penalty. Did his little sudder step, and you can still hear watching the replay. Everybody yeah. in the ground just <gasps> yeah, that yeah. silence right before it. And then everyone just lost their mind as Enrique won Brisbane's first premiership, and yeah. unbelievable. And the celebrations afterwards were fantastic. Yeah. If we could experience that once or twice more, that hour after that's I don't miss Grand Final day. I miss the celebrations afterwards because <laughs> I hate Grand Finals. I get completely nervous and. Barely enjoy the game. Oh. If we could, if I could get that that feeling for an hour after the game again a couple more times, that'd be great. Look, I think we can all agree. Like I, just personally, I've seen a lot of phenomenal comebacks from all the sports teams yeah. that I follow. Mm. Nothing beats That's that Raw Grand one, Final. Yeah. yeah, like it beats this year's Super Bowl. Just everything. Two yeah. goals in four minutes to send it to a shootout. Yeah. You will yeah. not beat that. No. Well, as a Man United fan, you had ninety nine with the um two goals in stoppage time, but that this is far more than that. It's just, Unbelievable. I can't think of any of my sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> so, so something about who I support other than the Raw. So. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was just an unbelievable day. So we actually asked for some of your memories of Orange Sunday 1. Scott's just bringing those up on yep. his phone right now. Have you got them, Scott? I've got a couple. Starting with our Luke Wilson says his mum accidentally bought tickets in the front of the Mariners Supporters Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was about 13 at the time. He says, he, he says the heartbreaking look on the Mariners' face is something he's not going to forget. He said he absolutely lost it as well. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, everyone did. What else? We got? There were we got a few really good ones. I thought actually. Yeah. Trying to find them all now. Um, yeah, Michael Doyle slapping five twenty six with his mum and his mate. He says he can't forget the small things like Ivan Francis header on target hitting the hitting the ground and not rolling over the line. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't even remember that. Uh, it was. He says he was wearing his Padlo away shirt and his mate was wearing the Mackay shirt. Looking around, people around us leave because they thought we'd lost. Once Enrique got, got us within a goal, I knew we'd get another. My mate yelling for Padlo to get get down for the corner and <laughs> the elation around the yep. Well, it sort of puts into perspective me trying to yell yeah. at Theo. And uh, There is one really good story here as well from um, Kylie Dalzell. That's the one I was actually looking yeah. for. She says that she was out in the outback in Queensland watch, watching, the, ga- watching the game, yeah. yep. But I believe uh, her old man, Ian Dalzell, um, if you've been to a lot of Raw games, you know who Ian Dalzell is. The, um, the, Raw, the Raw players shaved his moustache off after the, after the game in celebration. So there you go. Yep. We got if, a few... if, you know, if you know Ian Dalzell, if you know, if you know, Ian Dalzell, you know, know exactly what yeah. that means. Yeah. it was. And look, it's one of those strange things. I remember going back and watching the TV broadcast of the game. And it's one of those things where Simon Hill, like for 
you know, whatever you might not like about it, I love him personally. Mm. He's got just that voice and skill that adds yeah. to the moment. Yeah, I think he's the best. Uh, I, I think I think for him personally, I think he being the the, the head caller on the two thousand five uh, World Cup qualifier. Oh, for him that might have been the, the pinnacle. But I think this one came pretty close as well. Well, he also got the Japan two thousand six World Cup game in general. To, oh, that's, that's right, that's true. Yeah. Well. But the one thing that actually I've heard from Simon Hill since then, he actually hates his call of the Uruguay game because he said he got too caught up in it. He thought he got too caught up. Imagine Craig Foster <laughs> next to him. <laughs> But yeah, that's just something interesting. So you actually wonder, like, yeah. if professionally yeah. that might actually rank higher than soccer, the soccer is game because he just called the yeah. game as it was, and it might have been a better technical one. But actually, the one thing I still remember—I think it was the next day—I actually had to go to uni. Oh, and, I took the day off. Uh, yeah, I wish I had because I showed up still in my raw jersey, which was drenched in sweat, rain, and probably several other drinks from people around <laughs> us. And I showed up. My shout, I don't remember, but I had no voice whatsoever. And my uni, and same thing happened after Perth in yeah. 2012, where my tutors started asking me every single question. <laughs> so I had to get the person next to me to relay yeah. the answers because I was talking like this. Yeah, I, I remember, I de- definitely, I, 2011, I don't think I stayed out, but 2012, definitely, I, oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember the grand yeah. final time I after that. So, but, or don't. <laughs> just leaving the, I just remember, like, leaving the stadium after that game, I just sat down and was like, did that yeah. just really happen? Yeah, I remember I went and got some food with some mates after the game and then we went over to a couple of the pubs on Caxton Street. My goodness. Yeah. I was completely drained after that game because it was such an emotional it, game. It took me like a week to recover from yeah. that. Just being in stadium, yeah. getting it back and forth, back well, and I forth. I don't think I got out of bed on Monday. And Tuesday, <laughs> I only got out of bed because it was the raw, the parade in town. So I went in and watched that. So that's the, I think that's the only reason I could be bothered getting up and moves. Moving, so. I think I was going to go to the parade, but I was, like you said, just yep. that drained. I thought, I Uni prob- can wait. <laughs> yeah, on, but that, that was when I was still trying to be a committed student. Yeah, those, that's overrated. But <laughs> no, I think that was some fun memories of what yep. was an absolutely unbelievable uh, day. It's, it's, it, for me, like I said, it's, it's the highlight of you know, following the A-League you know, for the 11 or so years that's been on. So like, let's hope yeah. there's many more to come. Because that whole season was surreal, given what we'd been through the year before. Mm. Just to go from that to what we... What we were privileged to witness was... And also consider the fact that, what, two months before the season starts, there were all these reports that yeah. Postacoglu might be getting the sack. Well, I will say this. I did speak to Andrew Postacoglu the very... No, the second day of pre-season. No, it was the first day of pre-season at Brisbane City. We were just... A couple of us were leaning on the fence in the, pre, in the pre-game. We came over and had a chat. And we asked him what he thought the season would be like. He said, we'll be competitive. We're going to go to the Gold Coast and win in round one. Got a draw. Should have won. And we'll be super competitive this season. Well... He wasn't wrong. Funny thing is, I actually remember that Gold Coast game. We, we all went down. Yeah. We're sitting in the den with all the fans and going, there's a lot of new players. Who's Portal? <laughs> and I actually thought Broich was quite average at that point. How wrong I've been. It's why you don't trust your knee-jerk reactions. All right. I think I need to sit down after just yeah. remembering that grand yeah. final. Take a few minutes to catch my breath. We'll be back after this. Thanks for listening to the Brisbane Football Review, powered by Outside90.com. Here's a thought. 
What if you woke up to find you'd won $20,000 every month for 20 years? Imagine the possibilities. Set for life from New South Wales Lotteries. Grab an entry in-store or online today.